All right, good Wednesday morning and welcome to April, everyone. Welcome to the pilot edition, pilot episode of this new podcast called Chris Pods and Things. I'm your host, Chris Stevens, and if you're new to following me on social media, this is not my first podcast by any means. Uh, I created and hosted an internet radio show called All Subjects Everything from 2011 to 2016. I also hosted and created two niche podcasts, Riding and Rolling, which was about automobiles, and The Groove Line, which was about music. And what I think I want to do with crisp pods and things is combine the best of those three shows and have them all in one place, especially since we're recording on Anchor, which takes very little in the way of resources. And most importantly, it's free. So you can't beat free. So I'm excited to begin this new chapter of podcasting, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. I'm hoping to have guests each episode from here on out. But for the purpose of getting started, I'll be flying solo on the pilot episode. Pilot episode. Solo. Solo pilot. Well done, Chris. Anyway, so first thing I want to talk about is the uh, the Rona. The uh, we might as well go ahead and discuss that uh, elephant in the room or pandemic in the world as it is. Um, the coronavirus, COVID nineteen, the John has the whole world standing still or should have a standing still anyway. It's pretty much the co- topic of conversation because we really can't go anywhere or do anything and. Honestly, I have to be honest with you guys. Um, when my gym closed, um, I go to Planet Fitness here in uh, Wilmington, Delaware. And once that closed, my life was like up in the air for like 15 seconds. So I just decided to start running on this uh, trail we have down uh, on our riverfront district um, to get my 5Ks in. And I know that's not the smartest thing to do, you know, to keep six feet of social distance and all of that. And we all should be indoors. But as Americans, do we really have any ideal leadership in terms of how to deal with a pandemic and a uh, crisis? I don't think we do. I don't think we've ever seen anything like this, and that's probably why we're in such a bad way. Honestly, you know what? I take that back because uh, there was the AIDS crisis, the HIV AIDS crisis in the 1980s. It was really, that was really devastating, and mainly because much like people think that you know, coronavirus can't affect them, that HIV AIDS back then was thought of as a quote unquote gay disease. And once people started realizing you could get it through intravenous needles and, you know, heterosexual sex, sex, then, you know, the, uh, the red flags finally started going up that this is dangerous and not too many fingers were lifted in that crisis until, you know, we became more educated and aware of it. That's probably what needs to happen with coronavirus. But, when you have the president of the United States and his lackeys calling it the Chinese flu, that makes it difficult because how are you going to, you know, see this for something as just a, you know, a gross mutation of a virus that just happened to start in one place, but of course was going to spread because viruses spread. I mean, it's science. I'm not a scientist. I'm a journalist by trade, so I don't have the answers to this, but I trust, you know, scientists, I trust health professionals and They people predicted long before this particular pandemic started that we were not prepared because of the person in charge. And of course, here we are. And we really don't know when this is going to end because nobody has any real common sense about this. I mean, you got people in Florida and different places still, you know, going to the beach, you know, having parties, you know, a a church just got busted for having a um. A huge service. Of, I mean, well, anything more than 10 is going to be considered huge in a violation of the law. But there's probably tons of people in that church service. So 
doing the absolute most when the conditions call for everyone to, as my grandmother used to say, get their ass somewhere and get put is not going to end well for us. Best any of us can do is just stay safe, stay in our homes and hope for a safe end to this, even though we know that's probably not going to be the case because we're so far behind other countries like China locked down, South Korea locked down, Italy locked down. And even though Italy has had like the most fatalities, like their fatalities are just like, you know, like going like that. They they still have it pretty much under control. China has it under control. China is actually building hospitals on the spot. We just now are hearing of a house of a temporary hospital in Central Park in New York City. And that's just one city in a country of 50 states. So we're far behind. Flattening the curve does not look like it's going to happen in the timetable that any of us would like. So just stay safe, man. Take care of yourself. Take care of your families. Be mindful of, you know, immunocompromised folks that you know in your life, because that could be anything from, you know, someone that's beat cancer or has like, you know, lupus or asthma or anything like that. Just be very, very mindful of if you do go out, you know, stay six feet away from people. Wash and wash your damn hands, man. I've never seen so many people in my life talking about, geez, I'm glad I started washing my hands now. The fuck were you doing before? Like, it's bad enough we had the whole thing, you know, last year when we found out that a certain, you know, subset of the population wasn't washing all the way down to their legs in the bathtub and in the shower. Now people are just like, oh, wow, now I should really start washing my hands. You should have been doing that your whole life. Jesus Christ, man. I mean, whew. I, I, I can't imagine being that level of a nasty. I mean, granted, you know, I've been a freelancer on and off, a work from home type for on and off for about six or seven years. And I can't recall a day that I did not wash my ass. I don't know. I mean, I mean, it just seems incomprehensible to me that people are not washing themselves properly pandemic or not. That's terrifying. That should really, you know, let you know who you should not be hanging around with in times of crisis. Because if people are just now figuring out that, hey, maybe I should wash my hands after I use the bathroom, then we are too far gone. I'm just saying. Moving on to another problem, you know, being brought on by the Rona and cabin fever has definitely gotten the best of us. And, you know, for those of us who are workout warriors, we've had to find ways to work out from home. We've had to... uh Watch our steps when we're out in public. If you're going to if you're the walking or the running type, you really got to pick a time when, you know, people are either going to be in the house or not on your specific trail. So you can keep your six feet of distance. But, you know, it's you know, people really aren't used to not being able to come and go as they please. And that's probably what's making it so hard about flattening the curve, so to speak, because. None of us really like sitting in the house all day. I mean, granted, you know, introverts and I consider myself an introvert, you know, being in the house all day really ain't no thing for me. But for some other people, it could be an issue. But, you know, we it's what we have to do. And one thing's for sure, people are learning a lot about the loved ones in their lives during this uh, lockdown period. Parents and kids, you know, that, that buffer that is, you know, going to work and going to school. Don't exist right now. Y'all learning about all each other's bad habits. How, you know, you know, the kids, you know, do certain things. You know, they, you know, leave the dishes. Parents, you know, just, you know, 
not being very patient with your kids. I mean, granted, you know, it's it's a tough time for all of us. And, you know, especially in people in relationships, you find out how much you really love or don't love or don't like that person. You know, when you're when you're holed up together for 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I don't know if it's going to go 365, but it's going to be pretty close. So you're learning a lot about each other in this time period and hope and you can only hope that you still, you know, have a certain level of love and care and appreciation for each other once that time is up. Because, man, we've never had anything like this, like even even, you know, even down to like, you know, the threats of world wars and even after nine, I mean, Granted, you know, immediately after 9-11, there was just a period of, wait, you know, we just we, we need to uh, put a pause on this, put a pause on daily life. But, you know, even after even after a little while, you know, things started getting back to normal. I don't see a back to normal for this anytime soon, if at all. So once again, be safe, be sane, keep your ass in the house, wash your ass, everything be all right eventually, I think. Maybe. Also, and I guess it's rough on, you know, people that, you know, work, you know, use social media and different things to, uh, you know, create income. And it's frustrating to see people in that realm, you know, encouraging people like, hey, start a business. Hey, you know, pick up a trade, pick up a hobby. And it's like, you know, and I'm telling and I'm here and I'm here to tell you as a creative person. One who's writing novels, one who's podcasting, one who's trying to teach himself how to play keyboards. Nobody want to hear that shit, dog. Nobody does. This is a scary time. You know, we don't know what the other side of this is going to look like. If there is a is a, if there is a other side of this, you know, people have to sort through the madness in their own way. And I don't know what business you can start in an economy that is definitely. On the verge of collapse if it hasn't collapsed already. Maybe you could start, you know, being a cardboard box realtor. That's about that's about the scope of it. I'm not sure that you can, you know, put yourself out there as a uh, business person when, you know, people a aren't going to have the money to do so. And B, even if they do, aren't exactly in the mood or the place to buy stuff or, you know, solicit services. That's what it is. We don't know what the other side of this is going to look like. So it's best that everybody takes a chill pill until, you know, this flattens out or, you know, we eventually have a by some miracle, you know, the powers that be actually figure this thing on out. That's going to be the hard part. Not anything. Well, I mean, granted, you know, we can do our parts in our own little individual ways, but it still is up to the people in charge to figure this thing out. And if you have watched any of these briefings, I refuse to watch the briefings. You know, I I prefer my sanity over anything else in this world. It took me 38 years to get to that point. I prefer my sanity over just about everything else. And watching Donald Trump is low on the list of things that will keep your sanity intact. So just be mindful of that. You know, when you think, oh, the politicians are going to get it right. They're going to come together. She. Good news, though, is if you are a music fan and you uh, use Instagram, you know, periodically or semi-regularly, these battles that have been going on between in these uh, live streams that have been going on between the DJs, the singers, the songwriters and the producers have been absolutely phenomenal. You really 
get to enjoy yourself from the comfort of home, you know, take your mind off whatever's bothering you about the pandemic or whatever is bothering you in your life for a few hours. And credit has to start with uh, DJ D nice. If you're a hip hop fan of a certain age, you may remember my name is, my name is, my name is D nice, you know, going back, you know, he's now a celebrity DJ and he started hashtag club quarantine, which was him spinning all kinds of jams from different genres for hours on end. Not long after that, Questlove joined him, Knife Wonder, Manny Fresh, quite a few other DJs are doing it locally for like, you know, their radio, you know, their radio demographics and whatnot. And it's really become fun to see who has the, A, has the best DJ skills and B, who really digs in the crates. And now that the music and now the producers, the songwriters and the musicians have started battling each other. And letting the public decide who won has become really, really fun. And that's the great thing about these battles is we get a reminder of how dope music can be as a healer. If you have the gift of hearing, if you can appreciate rhythm, instrumentation, lyrics, vocal performances, etc., etc., music can at least take your mind off the troubles that of the world that are, you know, giving you so much problem problems at the moment. And that's one of the many reasons I like you know, seeing people, you know, suggest new battles and talk about their favorites because you find out there are a lot of people like you out there that really enjoy music. And, you know, it's it's a chance to bond because it's not like we can really go anywhere at this point in time. I mean, we're all supposed to be staying in the house, so we might as well dance and party while, you know, we had the chance. And honestly, that would be my only suggestion if you're a person that's trying to keep yourself occupied is just find something you enjoy. It doesn't matter what it is. You know, YouTube, Netflix, read some books. Kindle Unlimited has a lot of books. Um, of course, you can also look for my books under the name Chris Stevens. You know, my name is pretty basic, but you'll find Chris Stevens under black literature pretty easily if you're ever so inclined. <clears throat> and, you know, and if you are a creative person who can create during chaos, more power to you. I respect you for that. You know, if you like if you're a cook. If you draw, if you write, if you are a musician, do whatever you got to do to survive however long we're on lockdown. Because once again, we don't know how this is going to end. And that's pretty much all I got for this pilot episode of Chris Pods and Things. Definitely want to thank you all for listening. And please don't be afraid to hit me up with any feedback or suggestions. I am on Twitter at CJ Writes and Things. That's C-J-W-R-I-T-E-S, the letter N, Things, T-H-A-N-G-S. And you can also reach out to my uh now, my new professional email address, which I've created for myself, which is Chris Stevens Wright, C-H-R-I-S-S-T-E-V-E-N-S-W-R-I-T-E-S at gmail.com. Feel free to reach out with suggestions, critique, got a question, got some things you want, you think I should talk about, you know, ask questions, whatever's on your mind, you got it. The floor is open. The floor is yours. Once again, thank you all for listening to Chris Pods and Things, the pilot edition. I'm Chris Stevens. Until next time, stay safe. Stay healthy and stay up.